Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back rolling on the Gabe Kuhn Show. On the line right now is the host of the BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvat analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. Ryan, what's the word, man? How are we? Doing pretty good. Uh, you know, enjoying college basketball season. We finally wrap up football season, which is always a little depressing. But, yeah. Uh, man, I just can't wait to get to March. We'll get the conference tournament time, and then we'll, before you know it, uh, we'll be out in Vegas for the NCAA tournament. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, we uh, we talked about it. Um, this is probably the slowest week of the year outside of when the uh, NBA finals are over in uh, in July. By the time we get there, it gets it gets pretty slow this time of year, but it is what it is. Um, I, I do want to ask your opinion off top. All-Star game, all-Star experience, what do you think? Yeah, the All-Star experience, <laughs> not really for me anymore. I mean, when I, I was it. a kid, I enjoyed it because everybody showed up. You know, the dunk contest was fun. You actually knew the dunkers. And, you know, like Mac McClung, that's a fun story. He's a playground dunker, and he was a YouTube sensation. So everybody bet him, and he ends up winning. It was, it was fun, but... I don't know, man. I miss the days like growing up when Michael Jordan was in the dunk contest, and you know, even like as a kid, Tracy McGrady. It's just I don't even know half of these guys anymore. I've always been a fan of the three point contest, but as far as the All Star game, I mean, the product's terrible. But I mean, we do the same thing in the media where we complain about it every right. year. And I just don't think it's ever going to change, really, because guys just don't care anymore. It comes down to you want to make money, you want to stay healthy, you want all the endorsement deals. And then there's the guys that want to win championships, but nobody cares about the all-star game and nobody wants to get injured in that exhibition game. So we could complain about it. I just don't think it's ever going to change. It does get worse every year. Like nobody plays any defense whatsoever. Yeah. It, well, and the thing is like, I, I talked about it yesterday. There's no incentives you can add to a hundred million dollar guys, like multi-million dollar guys. You can't add a, a million dollars if you win, yada, yada, yada. It just doesn't do anything for them. Um, and, and they have to take it upon themselves to, really take pride in it and I don't really see that I don't really see that happen in grand scheme of things. Now real quick, let's get into the Grizzlies. Grizzlies start their post All-Star break schedule tonight. Um, we'll have it on 92.9 FM ESPN. We'll shameless plug real quick. Um, but they'll be playing the 76ers. They'll be without Steven Adams. What what do you think about them down the stretch of this season? And and I think the question would revolve around do you think they can hold on to home court advantage? Obviously they're second in the West right now. 
Uh, there's three games that separate them and the Kings. I think five games separate them and the Suns. Uh, do you think ultimately with 25 games left, there's just not enough time for anybody to catch them in the, in the current spot they're at? I do think that they should be fine. I, I know everybody's worried about the Suns. I'm more concerned about the Suns once we get to the playoffs with the, with the healthy Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. And I know Durant's going to come back, but I think it's going to probably take him some time to get back into game shape. I know he's still Kevin Durant, so he'll still be dropping 25 points. Well, that's going on, but they have to figure out their rotations. And also, yeah. I mean, I like Phoenix, but they've traded away a lot of depth. I like Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges. You saw it last week when he dropped 45 points, and he's also uh, one of the better perimeter defenders in the league. I just think that they gave up a lot. So I do think Memphis should be fine. They need Steven Adams back. They were just a team that I kept saying needed to get to the all-star break. They needed that little vacation. You know, especially the way that Ja plays the game, his body takes such a beating. You just need a little bit of rest. And uh, I think they need Steven Adams back. But I think they should be fine. The team that concerns me the most, it just sucks that the Suns had to go out and trade for Kevin Durant this year because all my Memphis Grizzly tickets were looking so good. And yeah. I know people were starting to worry a little bit. But, again, like, that's just – they just hit that, like, mid-season hump. And in the NBA, I always argued that 82 games was fine because growing up I was a 90s NBA guy. Guys played on the second night of back-to-backs. I grew up a huge Bulls fan, so, I mean, you know, it didn't really affect those guys later on in the season, but now we're starting to realize the season's just too long. Like, look at the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard doesn't play the second night of back-to-backs, so I think the Grizzlies should be fine. I still have them penciled in for the Western Conference Finals. I just want to see how these matchups all stack up. Like, I still don't trust the Nuggets once we get to the playoffs and it becomes a half-court game because I don't think they play enough defense. And other than Jokic, I don't think they have enough. I like Jamal Murray, but I like what the Grizzlies have much better. Clippers are kind of scary, but, I mean, I thought that they were going to end up with Fred Van Vliet or possibly Mike Conley, and they end up with Russell Westbrook. I just don't see that not being a disaster. The Lakers still don't scare me. Warriors have been too beat up. I think it's going to come down to the Grizzlies or the Suns, and we'll see what the Suns look like and if they could stay healthy, which is a big thing when you have Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and those guys on the same roster. Now, with the Lakers, we we said last week, that that looked distinctly different right as they headed into the All-Star break. They look better. They have better depth. Their starting pieces seem uh, to gel at least better than than what it was with you know Patrick Beverly and Troy Brown Jr. in the starting lineup. But it was today that Darvin Ham said they're aiming for the sixth spot in the Western Conference. Is this a situation where they're just sort of shooting for the stars and hoping that they land on a cloud or whatever the hell the saying is? I think so because I actually bet them, and I think you could still get like plus one sixty, but plus one seventy five just to make the playoffs. I just I really like the Kings. I like some of these teams in the West that are fun stories, but I just think that they might fade away the second half of the season. I just keep looking at this remaining schedule, and I know how easy it is for the Lakers. But, I mean, are they a lock even to make the playoffs, let alone the sixth seed? If you think so, I would take the plus money. But I think that is them shooting for the stars because I worry about Anthony Davis's motivation for this season. I mean, there's just been times where he's looked checked out this year, and you got to worry about Anthony Davis staying healthy for the remaining part of the season and throughout the playoffs if they do get there. LeBron's not going to play every single night. They they definitely got better. Like I like this team much better than I did before the trade deadline, but I think the seventh, eighth seed is probably their best shot to get in. I don't see them hitting the sixth seed, but if they do, I'll make some money off it, so I'm yeah, fine with that. Right. I think they're going to be all in for next year, to be honest. I just... I think Kyrie ends up in Los Angeles playing with LeBron. I think that's a guarantee. I, I wish I could bet that market right now. So I think that they're going to try to go all in for the season and make the playoffs, but I think LeBron knows it's all about next year if he's going to try to get one more ring before it's all said and done. That's an interesting thought, though, Kyrie ending up with the Lakers, and I think there's a lot of people yeah. that share that thought with you. But damn, for the, for the Mavs, 
It'd be a waste of a year. That would be a waste of assets, wouldn't it? I mean, that that would look very dumb on Mark Cuban in that front office by the time we get to next year. Well, well, and this is like this is what we were talking about before the deadline because I said I know Mark Cuban. Not that I know, but I think Mark Cuban's probably going to try to make a huge move that we don't see coming because I mean they're building the fans there, building billboards like get Lucas some help, and they're worried about losing Luca here in a couple years. Um, it's not a lock that you're going to keep Luca. He's not Dirk. So they had to do something. So he got creative. He went all in for Kyrie, but man, it's Kyrie. Like who knows what the hell he's going to do. And it sure seems like him and LeBron really, well, we know LeBron wants to play with Kyrie because when Kyrie went to the Mavs, he acted like my sister when she didn't get invited to a birthday party on Instagram (laughs) and he was tweeting, you know, maybe it's me, whatever the hell that meant. He's so dramatic, but I, I just, man, it's the NBA. And I see those two and Anthony Davis in Los Angeles next year, all playing together. And LeBron gets one more chance at a championship. And then, yeah, it sucks for Mark Cuban. But really, at the end of the day, like, if you're a fan of the Mavs, do you blame them? I mean, yeah, it's Kyrie, and you never know what you're going to get with Kyrie. But you had to do something at the deadline because that roster just wasn't good enough. And you have to try to convince Luka to stay there. And I don't know that guys like Christian Wood and, you know, some of those other guys are going to do that. And they couldn't even keep Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking with BetMGM tonight, host and Odyssey Sports betting insider Ryan Horvat. Now on the college basketball market, um, uh, th- there's a lot of things to sort of pay attention to. Last week you gave us Maryland uh, over Purdue. They ended up getting there relatively easily. Uh, what what do you like tonight and over the weekend in college basketball? You know, I like Memphis tonight, and this seems like a trap spot, you could say, but, I mean, SMU, what are they, 2-9-1 and one against the spread in their last 12. People continue to bet this team against the number, whether they're favorite whether it's their dogs, and they just don't come home. Whereas Memphis, I think that they're trending in the right direction right now. I like this spot. Two and a half seems like a fishy line, I guess you could say, but I really like them. And then moving forward, I actually played a couple futures. And, I mean, everybody – so I, I talked with Patrick Everson, who is our uh, insider in Las Vegas, and he goes to each sports book, and he kind of tells us, you know, who, who what the book needs, what the book really doesn't want. And what the book really doesn't want um, this year – uh, like we talked about last week, Houston, the Cougars, the number one team in the nation. Right. But that's pretty much just because Mattress Mac continues to bet a million dollars on them. <laughs> They're not a huge liability. But, you know, like Kansas, for example, is the biggest liability at the book. That being said, I mean, I look at Kansas right now, and they have more quad one and quad two wins than any other team in the country. I absolutely can't stand Bill Self uh, as an Illinois fan. hate Kansas, but I did have to play them really small to repeat as national champions just because they get every single whistle. I like Grady Dick. They have enough scoring. Um, I, I like them a lot. And then I played Alabama, even though it's a little bit chalky, you know, plus 800. There's some plus mm-hmm. 850s out there. You watched that game last night. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that program. I don't even feel comfortable talking about right now. But the thing about them is they could score 100 points any given night. They could shut you down. They have a rim protector. They have, you know, a dominant score, and that's what I'm looking for in March. Uh, the other thing I've been doing lately, it doesn't matter who the team is, I take the home team that's playing in the Big Ten. And this yep. year, it's hitting like a 75% clip. Yep. So last night, Wisconsin against Iowa at the Col- like at the Cole Center, it really doesn't matter. It's just home team in the Big Ten. It really doesn't matter who. It's just the only team that hasn't been covering the number at home this year. Um, you know, you got to look at like the really bad teams and, and you go down the list, but everybody from Rutgers, the Michigan state is above 60% at home. So that's been my favorite trend this year. Yeah. Got to enjoy Wisconsin versus Iowa 64 52. I mean, <laughs> that, that is big 10 basketball at its finest. Now, um, we have a lot of Vols fans in this audience. What do you think about, about Tennessee? 
They're at number 11 in the country, 2-5 and five in their last seven. They've had some struggles, but we know defensively they can sort of stick in with anybody. So come March, I could still see them making a run. I think probably the Elite Eight is their ceiling where I thought they might be a Final Four team. I was going back and forth with them and Alabama early on in the season. I just worried about Alabama being consistent. And this year, even a NATO team, you know, it isn't just live or die by the three. They could find other ways to score the basketball and win. But with Tennessee – just trusted them more because they could lock you down defensively. They could hold teams to 58, 60 points, like a Big Ten team. And it's just, man, the last couple of weeks, there's been some spots where I've really liked them. They can't beat Kentucky. Uh, they got blown out again. I mean, they were never really in that game, no matter what the box score will tell you. And it's just, I don't trust them right now, but I can still see them getting hot because they do have some, you know, veterans in that locker room and they do play enough defense and they are well coached. I could see them making a little bit of a run, but as far as the regular season, even when we get to the SEC tournament, they're a stay away team for me right yeah. now. I can't bet them any longer. Yeah, that offense just man, if they if they can Brutal, get something I mean, going. They, they they can't they can't run any. There's like no sets. There's nothing's creative. They have nobody that could get an easy bucket. It's just they're a tough team to bet. But that's always the team in March then that you fade in the first round or you pick against in the bracket, and then there they are in the Elite Eight or the Final Four. You know, and they're scoring 80 points and route there. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Talking with BetMGM tonight, host Ryan Horvath. Now, Aaron Rodgers has, uh, has come out of his darkness retreat. I, I, I saw somebody post what he, where he was at, obviously. Um, 300 square feet. He had a bathroom, a queen bed, and a meditation-like mat on the floor. They were feeding him meals through a hole in the door. Um, if I set the over-under at a month, how, uh, where would you go in regards to uh, him making a decision? Over-under a month? I think we'll go under on a month. I think ultimately he ends up staying in Green Bay, which is going to drive some people wow. nuts, especially some Packers fans. They're ready to move on. They're ready to move on to Jordan Love, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen because I think if you're Aaron Rodgers and it's all about winning a Super Bowl or it's about winning again, I think your best chance is in the NFC because these receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, they're going to be another year older. And they were pretty damn good the second half of the season, especially Christian Watson. You could draft, if you're, if you're keeping Aaron Rodgers for another year or two, you could draft Michael Mayer, one of those tight ends. You know, Aaron Rodgers has never really had a tight end. Not since Drew Michael Finley had to retire at 26 years old. They've tried Jimmy Graham. You know, they had uh, Jared Cook for a year who was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But I think that would help him a little bit. Uh, I think that he ends up staying in Green Bay. And that's some of the reports that are coming out right now, which is crazy because we were just seeing two weeks ago they were disgusted with him and he came into camp out of shape and this and that. But at the end of the day, I think they know their best chance to win is with Aaron Rodgers because they still don't know what they have in Jordan Love. And I think at the end of the day, Rodgers knows that if he wants to win, he does not want to go to the Raiders. He does not want to see Patrick Mahomes twice a year, Justin Herbert twice a year, Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Maybe he revamps him twice a year. The AFC is just absolutely loaded. You have the Bengals and the NFC. I mean, the Eagles have a bunch of guys that are about to hit free agency. Maybe there's a Super Bowl hangover. Maybe teams figure them out. I don't know. Who else do you really fear in the NFC? You know, Brady's gone. Um, The Cowboys are probably going to lose Tony Pollard, and they're going to have to pay Zeke or cut Zeke, and he's no good anymore. So I think if Rodgers wants to win, he stays in Green Bay. If he does get moved, I probably think he ends up as a a Raider with Devontae Adams because it looks like the Jets are sold on Derek Carr. They're calling him up potential uh, Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, that's insanity. That is pure insanity. Now, uh, also in quarterback news, Jamison Hensley, the Ravens ESPN reporter, wrote a story on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens' relationship. Um, it looks like he turned down a five-year, $250 million contract with $133 million guaranteed. He wants that fully guaranteed deal. 
like Deshaun Watson got. I still think that's an outlier and not the precedent. What, what do you think ultimately happens with Lamar Jackson this offseason? Man, so I, I talk, we talk with Jason Lockenfor all the time, and he's out there in Baltimore, and he pretty much guaranteed us that Lamar played his last down as a Raven. I just I thought at the end of the day, I mean, it's so hard to find a franchise quarterback a guy that he's a former MVP, and I don't think people think Lamar's this running quarterback. But when you look at it, man, like look at his weapons that he's had throughout his career. Awful. Devin Duvernay and Sammy Watkins. In the year that he won the MVP, he led the league in passing yards and touchdowns. So I, I think he could, when given the weapons and the chance and the right play caller, because Greg Roman hasn't been very good. I think he's a very good quarterback. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. I figured at the end of the day they'd realize that give him whatever he wants, but it looks like they're going to move him. I think the best spot for Lamar would be Atlanta. I mean, you have mm-hmm. all those running backs there. You have Kyle Pitts. You have Drake London. Still a really bad defense, but with all that speed and a bad division, I think they could be an 11-12 win team. Uh, them or Carolina, I think they'd probably look to move him to the NFC. But I just, I think the Ravens would be crazy not to just give yeah. Lamar whatever he wants. But it seems like there's something going on there with him in the front office and even Harbaugh now. Last thing for our guest, Ryan Horvat. XFL Week 2 starts tonight. We have some Thursday night football. Battle Hawks versus Sea Dragons. How much have you, have you delved into it at all? And have you, uh, if you have, have you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the Sea Dragons I've actually seen in person. I took my son, me and my wife, we actually went to the game last Sunday. I talked my wife even into going uh, because it was President's Day on Monday, so my son didn't have school. Late kickoff for a nine-year-old, 8 p.m., but it was actually a pretty good time. I thought the product was okay. Uh, Good story in D.C. They took the beer snake away from the fans, so then the fans started just tossing lemons onto the field, and the game had to be stopped. It was a pretty uh, cool experience. Now, the quarterback play has been a disaster, but I thought the product's been – you know, there's a couple things, like the kickoff, the, the, the replay, the challenges. There's a couple things I think the NFL should look at maybe uh, adopting and bringing in. They probably won't, though. Uh, but, man, I actually kind of like Seattle tonight to bounce back. They probably should have won that game against D.C. They had a 10-point lead in the game, but they had Ben DiNucci at quarterback, and he was awful. He just couldn't complete a pass in the second half. They have Josh Gordon, though, which is actually pretty yep. funny, and he can still play a little bit. I like them, and then this weekend I actually like the D.C. defenders uh, to cover the three-and-a-half. They got a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, you mentioned the quarterback play. My my college quarterback was Paxton Lynch, so uh, it's hard for me to watch, to be honest with you. It's hard for me to see <laughs> that happen yet again. And, and all the stats coming out about the only quarterback to be benched in the CFL, the XFL, the USFL, and the NFL, that's not, that's not, that's not one you want attached to your name. It's, it's not, but at the end of the day, man, hey, like he keeps, he keeps getting those checks. So yeah, I lean back on that $5 like, million wish- dollar signing bonus the Broncos gave him. I, I get it. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could go take a couple at bats for a minor league team next week and collect like a couple bucks. I'm 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 not gonna lie. You know, really my glory days, see if I still have it. If I don't, what's the worst that happens at the end of the day? You just go home. I hear you. I hope you get that chance. But Ryan, appreciate it, man. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yes, sir. That was the host of the Bet MGM tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls presented by Bet MGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at the Bet MGM app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.